0: Well, welcome to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. I'm very excited to introduce our special guest today, Chelsea Woolbright. Chelsea, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, Greg. Thanks.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate you being on the call today. Well, before we get started and find out what you're actually doing today, could you tell me what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Well, when I was younger, I told everyone I wanted to be my grandma's maid because their house was already clean all the time. Um, oh, I, that's, all honesty, that's brilliant! <laughs>
0: so,
1: that was my goal when I was a kid. Um, but really, in all honesty, I did have aspirations of some ideas, like being a car designer. At one point, I wanted to be a scientist who studied viruses. I had all kinds of fancy ideas. Uh, never once did I think I'd end up where I am now.
0: Yeah! Wow, that's really cool. What made you want to be a car designer? That's a pretty specific, you know, dream as a little kid. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't even know why it was cars or not airplanes or what, but I remember seeing a show where someone talked about their career as an engineer and, and how they looked at the aerodynamics of vehicles and, and what could make them more efficient. And it, that kind of appealed to me, although it's completely different than what I do now.
0: Right, right. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get right into it. Tell us, what do you do today?
1: I'm a principal software engineer for Dell. I work on virtualization software, um, And I'm a team lead for about 14 folks that all kind of do uh, what I do at Dell, supplying support for businesses.
0: Okay, so a lot of stuff to ask you here. Say that again, the virtual, what did you say? How did you put that?
1: I work on virtualization software.
0: All right, so let's define that first. What is virtualization software?
1: So you're used to logging onto your laptop and you're used to looking at Windows and and using an operating system, right? Yep. virtualization it's kind of like inception it's another layer to that to where i can have one big massive server it's a it's a great big business computer basically and and it might have 500 or 1000 virtualized operating systems running on it instead of just one that you're looking at on your laptop so that virtualization software that kind of layers it inception to where you have a whole bunch of operating systems on one system running all at the same time it's it's kind of complicated without showing you a diagram but it's that virtualization layer that's what i like to live in
0: wow okay so that's really cool you mentioned the movie inception which just happens to be one of my favorite movies so that's like world's within a world's within a world's right
1: Yes. Yeah. And you can keep nesting deeper too. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like.
0: Yeah. So explain nesting to our listeners a little bit.
1: If I'm working on a platform called VMware, that's, that's where I live. Um, I can log in and I can see, okay, I've got 500 or a thousand different operating systems here. And maybe some of those are windows. Maybe some of those are Linux. There are people logging into those systems and using them. Maybe it's a teacher. Maybe there's a hospital using them for different uses. Um, If I want to take that and add another layer to it, I can nest those even further to where I have one machine that's already virtualized that I'm looking at. And in that machine, I might have 500 more machines. So it's sky's the limit. You can do all kinds of crazy things with this kind of software.
0: So what's the purpose of all those different machines? Are they each running a different application and they all kind of come together at some point or supporting the same overall goal?
1: yeah it really depends on on what your business is using it for. There's so many different uses. You can have every different virtual machine doing something different uh, You can have it set up for security reasons. You only want certain things to be accessed by certain people um, There's really all kinds of uh maybe maybe you're a business that supplies services to other people, and every virtual machine is a different service that you provide so there's lots of different ways you can use that.
0: Wow, okay, my head is kind of swimming here. I feel like I'm in inception right now yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot. that's really, really cool. Well, take us from How did you get there? Because obviously what you were doing or wanting to be a car designer is totally different than what you do today. Uh, So kind of talk us, how did your goals change? Uh, What kind of education did you have to have uh, that allowed you to do what you do today? And kind of the path, your career path from uh, wanting to be a car designer and some other things to today.
1: I will start young. Um, I'll start when I was 16, 17, mostly because this was a big turning point for me. I was in high school and I really didn't know what I wanted to do um, I was honestly getting bored with high school I wasn't challenged the grades were fine I just I didn't see the point and I got to a point where I just didn't quite know where I wanted to go um, so I graduated early my mom's a teacher so she wasn't gonna have me drop out <laughs> so I ended up um, graduating early and uh, moved out on my own I waited tables for a bit I started a Geek Squad um, And I never really thought computers were my thing, computer science. I just kind of thought in the back of my mind, well, computers are easy for me, but I don't know if that's what I want to do. And then when I was working at Geek Squad, I kind of started to realize, well, things come easy for me that may not come easy to other folks that haven't ever really lived on computers. So um, that's when I got my foot in the door in anything IT. And and, um, I had a friend call me who worked at Dell, and I interviewed at Dell, and I'm talking 19 years old. I was, I was young at that point. Uh, and I've been at Dell for 10 years. I'm, I'm 29 now. So um, when I started, I was, I was in a different group within Dell. And, I mean, now I'm making six figures, so I worked my way on up through the business through a whole bunch of different groups, doing different things, learning what I like to do. Um, but all throughout my journey at Dell has been self-studying. Um, I have gotten certifications All, like the virtualization software I talked about, VMware, they offer certifications. um, CompTIA A-plus certifications, that's something that's attainable for high school students. So um, if I had gone back in time, I would start looking at certifications when I was in high school and really kind of starting to dip my toe in and see if that's the path I wanted to take because certifications are the thing that helped me in my career. I don't have a college degree. Um, I did try college and it wasn't my thing, but I think IT is that exception to the world where, if you know your stuff and if you can back that up with certifications, and if you're good at what you do, it sometimes has no difference or bearing on if you have your college degree.
0: Right, that's a really good point. And we've interviewed quite a few folks from Dell, and it's interesting because they've all spoken about how strong the education program is. You know, if you want to learn how to do something, uh, Dell will help you learn how to do it and get the proper certifications. Uh, which is really cool. And to your point, you know, education is education. And if you get it so that it's exactly what you need for your field, whether it's in a college or thankfully through a company like Dell, um, it all is going to pay off. And obviously in a big way, as you go further up within the different roles within your organization. So if you could kind of walk us through some of those roles at Dell that kind of progressed along their way to where you are today, because managing what you say, 14 people or so, that's a pretty big deal. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. I started out doing service desk for, for a hospital, Park Nicollet in uh, Minneapolis. So th- basically, if a nurse or doctor uh, forgot their password and couldn't log into their system, they would call me and I would help them reset the password. It was, it was basic stuff. Um, I moved on from that into the uh, enterprise hardware side of the business. So now I started working on systems where um, if you're working on a server, um, you know, one of those larger business-level computers that has a lot more functionality behind it. If you're working on a server and uh, you're maybe an IT administrator and you have a bad memory or you have a hard drive fail, something hardware-related, you would call in to Dell and I would get you um, in my basic team. So I would help you troubleshoot a hardware-based issue. I moved on from the basic team into the, the virtualization group, which is that VMware software I was talking about, really getting into the nitty-gritty issues on the software layer, when things go wrong, if you call Dell um, and you say, hey, it's a software problem at this level, then you get to someone in my group, and I would help work through that. Um, After that role, I kind of took a step back and thought, I want to change it up, do something a little bit different, and I moved on to a quality lead role, which means I was a team lead on a quality group for a group called triage, and what that means, it's just like when you go to the hospital and the triage nurse assesses what's wrong with you and sends you to the right group. At Dell, if you call in and you don't even know what's going on, you say, "Well, I have all these issues. Will you get me to where I need to go?" That triage group gets you to where you need to go. So I was, I was a lead for this team, and they process like 10,000 calls a week, massive wow. call okay. volume. So that was when I really started realizing. I missed technical things Um, because that group wasn't very technical. They just routed you where you needed to be. And then I started learning my passion. I missed the software. I missed enjoying my technical side of my job role a lot more. So then I applied to be uh, a senior engineer. And that's um, whenever you're working with Dell on on a virtualization issue and that team can't fix it, they escalate up the chain. And it's that next level, that L3 level group, where that group is there to help that technician teach them how to fix your issue. Right. So I, I was going into that escalations role, um, and I, I worked there for, for a while, and I worked on Night Shift, supporting global people all around the world with um, hardware and software. I did it all on Night Shift um, for for about four years, and, and then I stepped into the role I'm at now, where we spun up a new team where we have somebody in between. So... If you're working at Dell trying to fix an issue and you can't fix it, you don't escalate on up to the senior engineers now. You go to a middle tier. And that middle tier is my new team we spun up where 14 of my folks in Oklahoma City and Round Rock, Texas, um, help them on that middle tier. And if we can't fix it, then we go ahead and send it on up to that level three tier, if that makes sense.
0: Wow. Okay. That's really cool the way you walked us through that from the entry-level position to what you're doing now. So I appreciate that. What, uh, let's see, what is your typical work week like? Is it all like at a computer? Is it managing people? Is it going off site sometimes?
1: Yeah. So they'll have some offsite, uh, roles I, I've shadowed. I've followed along on a deployment once where we set some things up for a customer. That was kind of fun, but I enjoy not having to drive everywhere and go on site. Um, so I, I mostly work from home, um, and I'm, I'm at my computer all day, um, I might be doing conference calls with those folks on my team, with directors, with other managers. Um, I might be looking at cases we're working on, and I might be having people from all over Dell tap me and say, hey, how do I fix this kind of issue? What do I do? Um, and most of the folks on my team do a remote session where we remote in and we look at the issue on their screen, right? Um, So most of the time lately, it's been a lot of Zoom sessions, a lot of Zoom sessions. But um, day-to-day, my job is exciting because I could be doing meetings all day or I could be working on puzzles all day or I could be (laughs) just helping my team in person. Um, There's all kinds of different things, but most of it is from my computer when I don't go in on site.
0: Okay. No, that's really good and really thorough, so I appreciate that. As a reminder, you can check out all previous episodes at learnfromothers.org. And if you're an educator or a student, you can search for career by career cluster. So we learned what you wanted to be when you grew up and what you actually do today. So looking back, and you kind of reference this a little bit, looking back on your career, what would you do differently?
1: Um, I would. I mentioned certifications earlier. I would have studied earlier if I had. If I looked back on my career and realized when I was younger, at 16 and 17, I really could have stepped up and gotten a lot of the certifications I have now uh, without any additional, everything's on the Internet, everything's at our fingertips. So I would have gone back and told a previous version of myself, uh, that's the first thing. You need to start working on some certifications and see if it interests you and get that under your belt, put it on your resume. And the second thing uh, I would like to tell you was something that I found personally challenging I was not a people person. I was very introverted. I had some social struggles. I would say, I need to tell the younger self, get yourself out there more. Learn how to talk to people. It took many years, and I'm still not good at it. But talking to people (laughs) has been the biggest, I think, challenge for me, um, something that I wish I had overcome at a younger age.
0: Right. Okay. No, that's great Great advice. Now, if you would, what is an example of an entry-level position at Dell? I mean, you can reference your own, but... I just, I'm curious, what are some of the entry-level positions at Dell?
1: That group I was talking about, I was a lead for, Triage, that's one of the great entry-level positions at at Oklahoma City or or Round Rock, Texas, where you can walk in not having a lot of prior knowledge, um, and you can start learning the inside Dell tools and how we operate, and then from that, as a contractor, from that, you can decide where you want to go amidst the many, many teams within Dell, so that's a great entry
0: point. Oh, okay. Well, that's really cool. Now, you've, <laughs> this is funny because usually when I ask this question, there's more information to cover, but you've been so thorough. We might not have that, but let's talk to the student who would like to do what you do. What advice would you give them? Is the number one advice to get the certification as soon as possible, or is there anything else you'd like to recommend?
1: Um, it's difficult to tell a younger version of myself or anybody that's listening to, to learn who you are. It took me a long time to find out what I was passionate about. I mean, I'll just tell you, don't put so much pressure on yourself to decide what you want to do right now. Um, I did that, and I was was thinking, oh, I need to go to college, and I need to get a degree so I can design cars and do all these extra things, and it was unnecessary pressure because at the end of the day, your life works itself out. At the end of the day, you're going to find something. You're going to stumble across something that you're passionate about. So just take a step back and take a breather and enjoy getting to dabble in things now and seeing what you enjoy and seeing what you appreciate, and then gravitate towards that. Because I mentioned at the beginning, I never thought I would work on computers. I was like, oh, well, it's easy for me, eh, but I don't know if it's what I want to do for a living. At the end of the day, it's what I'm doing, and I love it. So if you find something is easy for you, learn what you're good at, and try to, see, try to explore that a little bit, and try to see if that's something you can develop a passion around.
0: Right. That's really, really great advice. Well, are there any projects you're working on that you would like to share
1: yeah, oh, I'll tell you about um, something I just had earlier today, actually. We do these mentor circles at Dell where um, anytime anybody's new or they're struggling with certain things or they're trying to move up in their career, any any kind of questions like that they have, uh, they can set up a mentorship, and, and I'm a part of a mentor circle. What I've been focusing on lately is women in IT. So um, I've been speaking to a lot of younger girls who started in the same – shoes I was in and letting them know, hey, whenever you're in what sometimes seems to be a male-dominated world in IT, here's some of the things you can overcome and here's how to make your job easier. So it's really, it's, it's fantastic seeing how I've grown and seeing the people there that were there to help me and being able to turn around and give that back to these younger girls who are kind of lost in the same sense I was and having someone to look up to. And realizing, wow, they're, they're actually inspired by what I did and what I've done is actually paying off for other people too. So that mentor project, I think, is one of the most rewarding things that I've been working on lately.
0: Wow, that's really awesome. Well, what's the best way for our students to learn more about you or Dell?
1: Um, well, if, if you're ever interested in applying at Dell, you can be 18 years old and, and apply on Dell careers as well. But um, I'm Chelsea Wilbright on LinkedIn. If you want to look at what it is I do on a day-to-day basis, I've got my LinkedIn
0: profile filled out as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your career journey with us today.
1: Yes, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. Where will our next adventure take us? Subscribe to find out. If you know of someone who has a cool career story or occupation, contact Greg through Instagram at GregStanleyLFO. That's G-R-E-G-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y-L-F-O. And we will see you soon as we learn from others together.